We're your hosts, Emily Kosofsky and Emily Oliveira, and you're listening to Soul Shine, the act of being fucking awesome. This is a conversation between a therapist and a hairdresser about being human. Okay. How are we recording there. this time? We're recording for real. I just had a panic moment to check that my technical stuff was set up correctly. We're good. Well, I'm happy you did, and we didn't record an entire episode, and then you're like, right? oh, actually, I never recorded my voice. <laughs> One of my mantras the other day was, uh, take the time to do things right. So oh. I'm trying to just move a little bit slower. I'm not sure that it's working, but... Take the time to Here do we it are. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good one. For a while, yeah. my mantra was uh, complete a task. <laughs> like, that's complete good, it. Like, finish one thing ADHD before you... mantra. <laughs> yeah. It's like cleaning mm-hmm. the house. I'm like, all right, I'll do the dishes. While I'm doing the dishes, I'll do this. And I'll throw mm-hmm. a little laundry in. And I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Complete a task. Do it right. Do one task. Do it right. It's so hard not to go along the little cookie trail. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. I know. So before my panic moment, uh, (laughs) before we recorded the first time, Emily and I had a check-in. Things are, we're recording two days after uh, the shooting in Texas. So it's a bit of a different energy this morning. Um, And I'm heavy with Emily, who is a mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In case we they're slamming doors. Yes, <laughs> thank you. That, that little, <laughs> little note. Yes, my, my toddler is currently very proud of himself for his ability to open and shut doors. And of course, because he's a kid, he doesn't really care that it's loud. And I totally get it. Nope. So you might hear that in the background. Um, but yeah, Emily gave me a really wonderful few moments to just check in, share my thoughts and feelings. And it made me feel heard and comforted. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what we are talking about today, how to become better listeners. Yes. Let me just say, too, one of the habits of highly successful people in the book is right? Is becoming a better listener. Listen to understand before yes. speaking to be understood. Seek, yes, I love, love, love that line. Seek first yeah. to understand. Yeah. Then and we don't, we don't mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. we live mm-hmm. in our own selves. Mm-hmm. So we're too worried about being understood instead of understanding. But you can't be understood unless you show people you understand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. And yeah. so how do we, how do we show people that we understand them. Well, I feel like we don't even have to show them that we understand. We just have to show them that we hear them mm-hmm. and we're listening to them and we're not planning our next, you know, rebuttal in our head. Like, listen. Yeah. Like it's exhausting I, to multitask in your head. So mm-hmm. once you figure out how to not do that, it's not that difficult to right it's like tempering yeah 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 tempering that urge to be three steps ahead yeah to be so ready to respond which oftentimes comes from the ego Mm -hmm. so you just made me think of when you said planning your rebuttal um this article i read as i was preparing for this episode in the new york times an article by adam bryant um about becoming a better listener and one of the ideas was to think of 
um, like training yourself uh, as if you were doing improv. Yeah, and you improv, wrote them in your notes. What do you yeah, mean? Explain this. I was like, oh, I thought that made so much sense. So in improv, of course, there's no script. You really, you you have to be exercising really high quality listening mm-hmm. skills, both to the person's um, body language and to the the words that they're mm-hmm. saying. Um, so to be, it requires presence and uh, attention and um, kind of reading the room. So I liked that idea of listening so well that that you're listening as if you're in an improv class that the all of your being is oriented yeah. towards everything. All of your senses are just paying mm-hmm. attention, mm-hmm. Yeah, paying yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. So you can create that scene in mm-hmm. real life. So you can create that meaningful conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. that. I like yeah. improv too. <laughs> Right. I'm always I've never impressed done... by those people. I guess I've, I've never thought that they have to listen. <laughs> right? That's yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know. I've only been to improv um, shows. I've never tried it myself. I'm thinking about this like becoming a better listener. And I'm thinking about when you're sitting with someone <laughs> and they're just talking about stuff that like honestly you just don't fucking care about (laughs) so so what should we do in that situation you know my immediate response is that we're not aiming to do anything 100 percent of the time even with mindfulness right i mean nobody nobody that i know can be 100 percent mindful so this isn't necessarily about becoming a perfect listener to everyone that's talking to you Mm. it's about um being aware not only when it counts but just generally speaking Mm -hmm. you know but we have to also allow ourselves to be human you know there will be days where even if our best intentions are to be good listeners we just don't have the bandwidth that day or you know we have different emotional barriers or practical barriers Um, I get that a lot after like a long day of work I'm like, oh, and I'm sure you must too. I'm like, oh my God, I've been listening. And I listen when I listen. I'm like, I've been listening. Yeah, you know, you do. All day. <laughs> I, like, I can't listen It's anymore. a lot. Well, you, just, yeah. I mean, I just listen and, and engage. You you listen and do um, a very physical task. So you, you have <laughs> double duty. You know, it's amazing how many people tell me, like, I'll repeat something back to them months later. And they were like, how do you remember that? And I always tell them, I go, I'm like, homie, I listen to you when you talk and people are baffled Mm. by that. I'm like, no, no, I actually listen to you. (laughs) I know. I love that little like sparkle in someone's eye when I remember, right. A friend they mentioned six months ago or where their parents, yeah. You know, I was telling, I was telling a friend recently just about, you know, changing things in their life and progressing and all this. And, um, one of my news resolutions a while back was get curious. And Mm -hmm. I found that when you get curious, you engage a little more because you're asking questions and all that. And when you find that little sweet spot where you can relate to someone, it makes them a little more comfortable and they open up. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. you've made it it's them talking, but you've made it a little more personal. So you feel a little more attached to it. 
And when you can Mm -hmm. be curious and engage and connect, then the listening comes a lot easier. Because if someone's kind of rambling about something you half know, but you can pull a little piece out of it, that's when it really sinks in. And you can like really match up kind of the way you're talking. Mm -hmm. Because you can talk about one topic, but you can talk about it and many different like flavors. So it's like find the flavor mm-hmm. that you both have and then the conversation rolls and you're engaged, you're interested, you want to listen to what this person has to say. And it makes it a little easier to listen. Mhm. Mhm. I feel like you touched on a few different things there. One is uh the intention, the mm. intention behind that kind of listening and the the openness that that mm-hmm. creates. I'm like, oh, no wonder there's that line, you know, or that phrase, open the lines of communication, right? Because mm-hmm. that's when you're listening in that way or you're when you're being that curious. Mm-hmm. I think the just, inten- intention mm. thing is also when I think the book of seven Habits of Highly mm, Successful People. Probably. Great book. People should fucking read I mean, that book. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. But it's like they say when you go into a conversation, kind of like when you go into a meeting, you have an agenda. When you go into mm. a conversation, like what's what are you what are you looking to get out of this conversation? Like don't just go in blindly, which kind of wraps around. I think you had in some of your notes, like asking people, okay, so how how are we having a conversation? What What do you want me to do as a listener? Do you want me to just listen? Do you want me to relate? Do you want me to give advice? It's like, what's the intention going in to some of the conversations that you have? Mm -hmm. I think when there's discomfort during conversations, people often want to fix. So Mm -hmm. it becomes less about listening Right. And more about reacting and and intervening Mm -hmm. or inserting yourself somehow. Mm -hmm. But but instead, if proper listening can be more about leaning back, actually making making that space. Um, I like I like this leaning back thing because. Personally, I find that when I listen to people, it's almost like a pause in my own life. Cause we all have a hundred things on our mind. We're all thinking about things. We all have our stresses, our anxieties, our joys, just whatever. And I, one of my friends, she's the talker. I'm the listener. It's just, mm. it's how it works. And sometimes when I have just so much on my mind, I love hanging out with that friend because I no longer have to think about all the things on my mind. Because I can right. be with someone that, that enjoys role. talking and I can be in the role of the listener. And it's like a little mm-hmm. mental vacation from all the things on my plate. Because those things are still going to be there in an hour. They're still going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. But to be able to yeah. be around a friend, a companion, a partner, and be able to kind of lean back and let go of your stuff is kind of nice too. Totally. You know, that same article that that suggested looking at listening as improv for opened up first with looking at it as meditation. Yeah. So it's, you're, you're, you know, being just so, so absorbed with what the person is saying that you're not worried you're, about you're your own attention. Shit. That, but that's what meditation is, right? Paying yeah. attention in, 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 a, in a meaningful way or an intentional way. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's really, it's something that I found is helpful in my own life. I do like to go to those people that do talk a lot because it gives me I, a break from my own cycle of thoughts. I'm like, so what's why on I do your it too. mind? <laughs> that's why usually we have back and forth. We're both listeners. I'm like, I don't know. How are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you tell me something about you. I don't know. You I don't just know <laughs> But when I'm in your, um, when I'm in the hair chair, you're, I definitely take, take on the talker, which is nice. Oh, Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. I force people to, I'm like, if you're going to sit <laughs> in my salon, in my job, and y'all going to hang out with me for hours, you have to talk to me. Yeah. So spill the beans. There you go. I mean, <laughs> spill the fucking beans. Beans. Yeah. You reminded me, um, of, so I was reading this other thing in an NPR article. What was this one? This was. Oh my God, Julia so many fucking Berlin things, and huh? Andy Tagle. <laughs> I try. I'm lucky if I, I fucking eat I lunch. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I consider we consider the power of talking, but mm-hmm. we don't consider the power of listening. Mm-hmm. This uh, that it is empowering, that it's important. You know, so I thought you, you just reminded me of that as you were talking about how. Um, how much you get out of listening. It's mm-hmm. like, there's really, there's power in that. It's not, it's not passive. You know, it's not weak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, Why is that what people think it is? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm just exploring it oh, now. I'm just exploring it I think what? listening is like a fucking alpha move because people right? can't sit and they right. can't right. fully engage and they mm-hmm. can't let go of their own shit. So it's like to be the person that can peel back all your own shit and listen. Do you know what type of like people and like what type of energy people are giving you and how they now see you? And they're like, wow, this like person is, is my rock. They're so strong. Like mm-hmm. I can trust this person. It's so it's like, if anyone's out here thinking being a good listener is weak because you're shutting your mouth and you're turning your fucking ego off and like, you're not thinking a hundred steps ahead, you're out of your fucking mind because it takes correction. It takes fucking power mm-hmm. to sit mm-hmm. quietly and listen to someone. I love that. Yeah. It's so true. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we could highlight that about listening yeah, today. Let's fucking highlight that with a motherfucking highlighter. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I don't know why fuck was the word, but fuck, 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 well, fuck, fuck, I like that shit. It's a fucking power move. It is a power mm-hmm. move to walk in a room and to sit down quietly and actually connect and listen to people. You just said the keyword a moment ago too, trust. Mm. When to build trust, we need that emotional intimacy, right? That sense yeah. of safety around bringing our honest selves, what we want to say. I think I wrote some of that in my notes, but obviously my notes are at work with my computer. But it's like when when people start to share with you and you give them the space to share, they share more. And when it's your time to share, you can share those, you know, deeper thoughts or those more intimate mm-hmm. thoughts. And then they want to share more. And it's crazy just the fucking trust that comes out, the safety mm-hmm. that comes out, the comfort that comes out. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. honestly, we we just want to like be heard. We want to be seen. We're humans. Like these are natural things. So it's that like to let being... someone be heard and seen. Sorry. You are being heard and seen. 
See, I was just being impatient, and that's what led to my interruption. <laughs> no, I just like it. I like little, it. You're excited. It's there. not impatient. I'm excited. Yeah, I got I to get excited. <laughs> well, it just reminds me of right, so much of what couples therapy usually ends up being about, right? It really ends up teaching people active listening. Huh. And there's to, this um, phrase. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, turning towards versus turn. I don't think I've ever said towards like that before. <laughs> towards versus turning away and Mm -hmm. I just I really like that idea in general I think that's what you're describing like just seeing seeing these opportunities to connect seeing Mm -hmm. that you know the the benefit that can come out of really literally and metaphorically turning towards someone with your body and with your attention Mm -hmm. and with your body language is huge totally what that can do to build we don't pay enough attention yeah, we should do a whole Especially episode of fucking body language. And yeah, you have every like time a... when I'm out to dinner and somebody's on their phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I was just out to dinner recently. And mm-hmm. the people next to me, they were eating, they were engaging, all this. And it's almost like like a buzzer in a sports game. As soon as they finished their last bite and the plates were cleared, three out of the four people all took their phones out. I was like, oh, is that like the, the symbol? Is that like, oh, is it time? We took our last bite. Now let's look at our phones. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was like, what? It's sad. We were out for pizza not too long ago, and there were these two men with this older woman. So I assumed they were somehow family. And it was so sad to see her sitting there. She didn't have her phone out. She was just sitting looking at them. Okay, these so two guys that, were dead. It was so sad. So that was what was next to me. It was yeah. three guys who I think are probably graduating college. And yeah. there was one older guy that might have been like maybe one of their professors or advisors. Yeah. And the three dudes took out their phone. And the one older guy just kind of sat there. (laughs) I was like, wow, different generations, huh? (laughs) That's why it gets a little embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. But I have to say, the rest of their conversation prior to the end of the meal, they were all very engaged with each other. And but but yeah, then they all took out their cell phones. I was like, guys, put your phone away. Just hang um, in there a little bit longer with the human connection. A little bit, connection. like 10 more minutes. 10 more yeah, minutes. Yeah, you're your almost plans, there. Your plans can wait. Wait 10 minutes. I want to touch upon, when you sent me your notes, there mm. were two things. One was a list. It, I kind of read it as almost like a to-do list when you're getting ready to like be a listener. I think mm. it was like the second page of your notes. Like, put your phone away, blah, blah, blah. Body oh, yeah. language you touched upon. I want right. to talk about that list that you wrote and i like the very last thing on your notes the acronym <laughs> yeah Wasn't so that let's so go fun? through the list okay yeah let's go through the list <laughs> of how to do some things this is back to the new york times article um okay. right so we had like think of listening as meditation as improv okay ask open-ended questions drop mm-hmm. the judgment and the agenda use body language to add energy to the conversation. Mm. I feel like that's a summary. Okay, let's go back to the first one. Wait, Mm -hmm. ask open-ended questions. Mm, That's where the, that's curiosity. Yes, that is getting Mm -hmm. curious. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're listening, if you're actually listening, you won't have a response. So having a set of open-ended questions kind of queued up that you just use often is helpful. Like I think things I say, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I ask people, 
How does that make you feel? Is there anything else? Did anything else happen? It's just like Mm. asking for more, asking Mm -hmm. for more, asking people how they're connected to something. Because it's like, oh, this thing happened. So we had this shooting in Texas. And instead of everyone going like, like when we talked for a few minutes, I'm not like, well, you know, when I saw it, this, that, the other thing, I said, Mm -hmm. hey, you're a mom. How does that make you feel? You're in a different thing. So it's like taking it away, ask people how it makes them feel, how they reacted to things, what they're thinking. Do you have a game plan? I might have a game plan in my head that I think is great for you, but that's not my fucking business. Do you have a game plan? What are you thinking? And you just said it, right? You might have something in mind for the other person, but I think that's a great place to start. Like if you're looking to observe for your listening skills, looking for that impatience to interrupt, looking for that uh, desire to kind of project onto the person what you think they should do or trying Mm -hmm. to steer the conversation Mm -hmm. in a certain direction. Which Um, is okay if prior to the conversation you asked, hey, what kind of conversation mm, are we having? Good point. I just really need to get some stuff off my chest. Okay. Hey, what kind of conversation are we having? You know, I need a sounding board. I really, I want to talk through some stuff. So it's like setting the intention for the conversation and the listening will help you respond better in the way that this person needs you to be a listener. Mm-hmm. But like people, people are fucking awkward. Like we have problems being like, hey, what do you need from me? Hey, hey, what do you need? Hey, how does right. this make you feel? Hey, how are we going to do this? Like we don't talk about the game plan for like certain things. Like, why not? Like, let's just be fucking awkward. I'm so awkward. <laughs> like, Everyone thinks so, they're awkward. Yeah, and it's you know, okay. Like, it's so intuitive to think that we need to talk these things out to feel more connected and comfortable. It, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. It just is a little bit of discomfort to go a long way and for emotional intimacy. Yeah. Okay, so that was one. What was the second one you said? Uh, drop the judgments and agenda. Oh, yeah. People are so fucking judgy. It's amazing. But it's usually because people are judgy because we are judgy and people just reflect back our own Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you can drop the judgment, which also I don't get why people judge, because honestly, whatever the fuck you're doing really is none of my fucking business. It doesn't Mm -hmm. fucking affect my life. I really don't care. Do I hear a toddler? <laughs> that one, yeah. Fuck Go yeah. Test. Fuck yeah. Um, but it's like, <laughs> I don't get why people are so judgy. But then because they're judgy, they're insecure. And when they look at other people, they feel the judgy from other people. Yeah, I will say I do. I do explore judgment, of course, with different clients. And a lot of times what comes up for those really like strong judgments that they can't kick it's oftentimes comes back to a really strong value clash Mm. um, or just a real sense of like a pain a point of shame in themselves um Mm. you know so so it's not to say that you know it's always easy to just drop the judge oh you're just being judgy you know i can i understand that there can be some complex emotions around that and everything but i do think we can practice awareness around how judgmental we're being Mm -hmm. and 
maybe like in some situations, the best we can do is if we notice that we're being judgmental, we just like shut up and listen, you know, like there's nothing like we're not going to say anything helpful or valuable, you know? Mm -hmm. So like the least we can do is just sit with that person. And if it really gets to a certain point, then like set a boundary and Well, I feel like the thing is too, it's like, we don't need to spend our time judging because truthfully the person that's sharing whatever with you is probably judging themselves so much already. So why Mm. add to that? Like I, it sounds Mm -hmm. cold when I say it to people, but when people say stuff to me and they're essentially judging themselves and they think that I'm judging them and I turn to them, I go, I'm sorry, that's actually a you problem. And it sounds cold, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, that's a you thing. You're judging yourself based on your values and your this. And I'm like, don't take that on to me. I'm not judging you. You can live your life however mm-hmm. you like to. I'm, I'm not judgy, but like people judge themselves so much that it's hard for people to even become talkers. Yeah. And if you can't talk, you can't listen. So it's true. A fu- it. So I just I looked up at you and you're just, your arms are in the air. I had to do <laughs> like, a full, yeah. I had to do a full stretch and feel what, you're, what you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, so let's like, let's drop the judgment because mm-hmm. people are having a hard enough time with themselves and sometimes sharing is that big discomfort. So like, instead of subconsciously maybe judging them, you could flip the script and be like, wow, how, how courageous of this person to actually share these things with another person and say them out loud Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a little change in perspective a little compassion a little Mm -hmm. bit of fucking compassion Mm -hmm. and if it is really triggering something for you just making a mental note to process it like dig dig around a little bit if you need to clear clear Mm -hmm. your shit if you're going to be carrying around that judgment yeah you can always come back think about it reflect on it become a better listener Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. what was after that was there one more sorry Mm -hmm. uh we'll use the body language oh yeah that's a big one i notice i make i i I think i get it from my dad but i make like so many faces that are i'm thinking of joey specifically my poor husband i'll just make these like, it's just clear that I'm judging or I'm being impatient. I have to check that. But body language is so powerful. I actually don't make any faces. <laughs> I'm very non-descriptive with my face. Yeah. Which actually, the other day, my husband was like, I see you making a face. And I wasn't. I was just super stoned. I was like, I'm not. I had a baseball hat on. I had on big sunglasses. I'm like, holy <laughs> You can't even see my fucking you face see right now. 20% of my face right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, you can it's see sad. my chin. Don't tell me I'm making a fucking face. Get out of here. I don't know. You have <laughs> some eyebrow movement that you might be underestimating. Oh, okay. I'm going to pay attention to that one. You're going to pay we'll attention see, we'll to that one. But no, mm-hmm. body language is huge. If you're talking to someone and they kind of like turn a little bit because maybe they're looking to the right or they kind of look down or fucking Apple watches. People are always like checking their wrist. As soon as people do that, I'm like, cool. I rather not speak than speak Mm -hmm. to an empty room because I can Mm -hmm. speak to an empty room by myself. And Mm -hmm. then think about the category that people subconsciously are putting you in. 
Like, this right. motherfucker don't fucking look at me. They don't pay attention to me. They don't give a fuck about me. So why am I going to keep going and calling them and reaching out? Mm-hmm. You're going to be surprised mm-hmm. at the amount of people you will lose in your life because your body language speaks louder than your words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because language so- is just like a human thing. But, like, I don't know. Like, we all speak different languages, but, like, we all have bodies. <laughs> so we all mm-hmm. speak that language. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's oftentimes why you know, people who speak two different languages can maybe have a bit of an exchange where they can understand each other, right? Body language. Oh, that's is so my helpful. favorite. Like mm-hmm. when I'm in another country and like some crazy shit's going down and the motherfucker next to you, you know you guys don't speak the same language, but you make eye contact <laughs> and you just kind of laugh. That is my favorite. Because I'm that like, yeah, we're, cool. st- we're still humans. We just don't speak the same yeah. language. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like this motherfucker over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucking love that. Oh, I Europe. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I got to get over that. Um, and then yeah. before so the we last wrap thing. up. Oh, the wait, last... well, the acronym. Oh, oh, is there an. Yeah, yeah, that one. That wait. One. Wait. W A I T. Why am I talking? Yeah. Shut up. Just listen. <laughs> it's so but good. Even... I don't know how I've never heard of it before. But even like. Why am I talking? Weight was another New Year's resolution of mine. Mm. And it, for so many things. Yeah, someone's talking to you. Wait. Listen to them. Listen to the entire sentence. Catch those last three words before you're already answering in your head. Just wait. Just wait yeah. a second. Because mm-hmm. they might mm-hmm. end their sentence with a resolution and they just wanted mm. to say it out loud. And then you repeat back to them mm-hmm. some other fucking bullshit resolution. And you're like... They're like, I just said that. Yeah, oh. just, yes. <laughs> yeah, like you weren't listening. That happens all the time with Joey. He'll say it. And I'm like, so what I just said? You're like, so yeah. you're suggesting what I just said? Just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did, mm. but you were speaking over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, I get it. I get it. You had to process it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just, just wait a second. Sometimes it's not your turn. Just wait a second. So just as important as it is to assess our own listening skills, I feel like after you listen to this episode, just assess the the listening that's happening for you too. What kind of listeners Mm -hmm. are you surrounding yourself with? And what kind of listening are you offering to yourself and others? If you think about who's listening to you, and maybe you're not happy 100% with how people are listening to you, that might be a pause for you to wait and go, is that how I listen to them? Are they Mm. just matching me and giving Mm -hmm. me what I give them? And this is just where our relationship is. And if you don't like that, put your ego aside and become a more engaged, better listener and watch those relationships change and watch how people become a better listener for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you got to put your Set ego aside at that point. Yeah. Set the listening tone. Well, they don't listen to me, Such so I'm not going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Jeez. I like it. Okay. Oh, tips and tricks. Food for thought today. Nice conversation. Love yeah, mm-hmm. love it all. Good listening. Our last one in May, and then we'll we'll see you next month for some more recording. Yeah, we got some, what do we have, three more episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is number seven. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, motherfucker.
<laughs> you know, I was thinking, I miss seeing your face. I think next season I know, I don't think we I should do like July. at least one in person thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I miss I your face. That idea. Yeah. So we can have full body language. Wow, we can dance a little. <laughs> I can stretch. Anytime you can stretch. I, oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. All right, so take a pause. Wait a second. Listen. Get curious. Engage. Find some way to connect. Let go of your own thoughts. Take it as a meditation break. Take it as practice. Mm-hmm. Progress, listening. not perfection. Mm-hmm. Stop listening. Mm-hmm. And even not even to people. Listen to your environment. Listen to the sound of the wind. Listen to the rain. Like when it's raining, we we all love rain and light thunder. Yeah, like we love listening to birds in the springtime. We're never like, oh, oh, you hear that bird? I'm going to tell that bird that if they lay an egg and then they get a worm. And you don't think about (laughs) those things when you're just listening to nature. So go outside yourself, (laughs) y'all. Practice that with people. Cool. Ah, all right. All right. I guess that's a wrap. Take care, everyone. Hug your loved ones. Hug them. Hug them tight. Hug them tight, <laughs> motherfuckers. All right. I'm ending. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Soulshine Podcast. You can email us at soulshinepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear ideas for future shows and even get you on here to shoot the shit and tell us your story. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And most importantly, don't forget to let your soul shine.